Hello and welcome back to Sea Red UK, where quite simply it's a Chicago Bulls thing. Wherever you're listening, if it's available, rate, review, and subscribe. It helps us and ensures you don't miss another episode. I'm Matt, and as usual, joined by Neil. How are we doing, Neil? I'm okay. I'm beginning to kind of settle into the idea of the fact that we've uh, already started our off season. Um, took a bit of an adjustment, but um, I'm getting there. I'm just trying to drown out the noise of all the other games that are going on a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's been weird because I've had three days, three, four days now of sleep. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm a bit, even prepping for this was a little bit easier than mm. it has been. So uh, it's going to take some getting used to. And, uh, well, I guess we'll get into it. Yeah, obviously, last recording, we spoke about the Raptors' win, and then we looked ahead to, to that Heat game. Um, yeah, that was exciting, wasn't it? Yeah. Now, we're not going to do a review on the game, because we just don't want to depress everybody again. <laughs> but, obviously, very quickly, you know, we were behind most of the game. Then when we got in front, it just kind of never looked safe. And then we just let them get back into it. And certain rotations at the end of the game seemed to cost us. Um, yeah, and same problems. Three, letting certain people get hot from three points, i.e. Max Drews. yeah. When we finally stopped him going off from three, then it was Jimmy Butler's turn to take over on it. So, yeah, yeah, just it didn't really help that we what scored one point in the last four minutes of the game. Yeah, that was a was it a free throw as well? Yeah, after, yeah. and that was after Kobe's last three won it. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I've got nothing else to say on the game. To be fair, uh, I don't know if you have before we. No, I don't want to depress myself or anybody that's listening any further. It, 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 it was just, it, it was the epitome of of uh, the bad end of our season, really. And and to end on such a, a downer was a pity after having such a high on the Toronto game. But yeah, I mean, I mean, we started the season with a win over Heat, and we finished the season with a loss to the Heat. So, <laughs> uh, like we said in the last episode, that three and zero record that we had against them through the regular season meant shit. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Finish. Um and I mean quick flex for me, I did finish on a five five uh, five can't talk. Five game win streak in terms of my predictions. So That's okay. We can wait for you to, to spit out, you know, your flex. <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was such a struggle. Hey, it's you were just too excited to be able to say that you were right. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> too much sleep, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so yeah, um, obviously after the game, it. I mean, it finished at what half two, three o'clock for us on mm. Saturday morning, and I think we was up chatting till what half four-ish, four ish, yeah. four half four, something like that. Yeah, because. I mean, I just couldn't get off the city. I was, I was done. Um, I was gutted. Considering I've wanted the season to end, I didn't want it to end in that way. Yeah. Um, I think it's because it had that game seven sort of feel. Do you know what I mean? It was win or that's it. You're done. And 
I did say obviously before I wanted to see him leave everything out there, and I guess they did in a way. You know, the the effort was there anyway. Do you know what I mean? They weren't like they'd give up. No. After like at half time or whatever. But yeah, in terms of obviously how it made me feel, I just like I said, I just couldn't get off the city. Um, I was gutted. I was exhausted, you know, and I think it was more the realization that life was about to change because <laughs> for the last what six months we've been up at one o'clock, two o'clock, whatever, you know, obviously trying to do match reviews on these and squeeze everything in, and now all of a sudden I've got too much time and I don't know what to do with myself. It's just. Yeah, I mean, I've been watching a little bit of the playoffs um, where the games have been UK-friendly. I'm not getting up at one o'clock to watch Warriors against Kings or anything like that, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I might do for the finals, depending who's in it. Um, But yeah, obviously, I know you felt pretty much the same. Yeah, I wasn't stuck on the sofa because I hadn't been sitting on on the couch for quite some time um, in the game. I think the last 10 minutes I spent standing up, just staring at the TV and pacing up and down in, in, in the sitting room. So I actually sat down on the on the sitting room uh, coffee table and that's where I was <laughs> stuck for about an hour. I couldn't get up off that. Yeah. Um, it was just, it was just a, a, an accumulation of um, disappointment and loss and uh, adrenaline and everything all kind of at once. And uh, yeah, it just goes to show how much this team gets into your very soul, doesn't it? Yeah, and I mean, obviously, for anybody who follows me on Twitter, they'll know that I put up my my streak of live games before every game, and it's now paused at 185. So, you know, to watch every game from you know going as far back as summer league, you know, for this season anyway. Mm. Uh, summer league pre-season and then every regular season game and obviously then the two playing games it it's took some you know some doing both mentally and physically really and <laughs> uh, I think like you say it was just a culmination of everything that just it that was it it was done you know mm. and obviously it's time to start unpicking the team which obviously a lot of people are doing already and I mean straight after the game I mean I, I, I don't know about you but I stayed off the socials uh, personally and and as C Red because it was just going crazy mm-hmm. um, as expected and I just I, I just couldn't be arsed with it to be fair you know um, everyone's entitled to their opinion and the takes and stuff like that but I don't know it was just the disappointment of the loss was enough without getting into arguments of a stupid little things that you can't actually change. Do you know what I mean? It's well, that's the thing as well. And tensions are high at that point. You can easily get drawn into something, and it's it's better off just to let the dust settle a little bit and, and regroup. That's that's what I tried to do anyway. Yeah, and that's why I mean I didn't come back onto Twitter as, as at least until maybe I think it was like ten ten eleven o'clock on the the Saturday morning. So by that point. I think a lot of people were still asleep or whatever. So, mm. um, yeah. Uh, obviously, 
we've then had the exit presses, and I think that's spent a lot of Bulls Nation into more of a spiral as well, hasn't it? Yes, yeah, it seems to have definitely divided a lot of people on how they feel, uh, Arturis in particular. Yeah, I was going to um, say it was like, his his in particular that. Yeah, yeah, you get what you expect from the players. I think you know they're going to give the business thing. Yeah, I want to come back. I love Chicago. Blah blah blah. You know, Demar and Zach saying they're best friends on and off the court, all that sort of usual bollocks. Um, but obviously, I think the one that everybody wanted to know or wanted to hear was AKs because he just doesn't talk, does he? No. And to be fair, I think he come out with the usual bullshit that you expect. Um, couldn't really get an opinion on what he's going to do. No. I mean, to be honest with you, kind of taking bits and pieces of what he was saying because nothing seemed to have a definitive answer. A lot of it sounded like exactly what we heard last year. <laughs> and I think that's been the big issue for a lot of people. They they at least expected him to come out and say, look, we're going to, we're going to go in a different direction. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And I mean, the only thing he kind of admitted that needed major change was the three point shooting, but he was saying it as if it was a new found um, situation. <laughs> I mean, we've all known that this team is deficient from distance for the last two years, pretty yeah. much. I mean, even with Lonzo in the lineup, it it was still not fantastic. It was better, but it wasn't fantastic. And it's just been terrible since. So, I mean, this isn't something new. This issue was there um, at the trade deadline and it wasn't addressed. So, we've got Pat Bev. Yeah, yeah, three point stalwart that he is. Um, <laughs> well, he's forty percent shooter, isn't he? That's what he told everybody when he come in. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Take that, take that with the the biggest pinch of salt you can find. Yeah, but um, and that's not a knock on Pat Bev. You know, I'm not anti Pat Bev. Um, no, we're gonna we'll get into all that. Yeah, the next episode or something. But yeah. But I just, I just think that everybody felt like it was a lot of lip service from AK and not enough actual promise for a new direction or for a direction. Yeah. A lot of it sounded like he was leaning towards maybe running it back again, <laughs> which is what none of us want to hear. Yeah, I mean, it was like, yeah, I want Vooch to come back. I want Kobe to come back. I want Ayo to come back. You know, and it's like, you know, he mentioned obviously since the All Star break, we went, was it 14 and 9 or whatever it was? Yeah, yeah. Like that was some major achievement. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, no, it wasn't because in that time, we still lost to Pacers. You know, we still had the same problems we've had all year. Yeah. It was just the fact that maybe Zach was healthy, some of it down to Pat Bev effect. Whatever you know, it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm losing confidence in AK rapidly. You know, mm. I'm. It just when you look back at everything he's done, he seems to. Not necessarily done more negative than positive, but. It's stalled, if that is a better way to put it. 
Well, it has. And and I think the scary prospects for uh, for anyone that's been kind of doing any kind of a dive on it is there isn't much scope to get out of this stall either. No. no. And and that's a, that's a troubling thing, particularly if he's talking about trying to hang on and retain mostly the entire squad that's been put before us. <laughs> yeah, because I think it was Casey Johnson put it to him that for him to do that, it's going to put us into the luxury tax. Right. And obviously, Michael Reinsdorf's already said they're willing to go into luxury tax for a team that can achieve. Mm-hmm. Well, this team didn't even make the playoffs. Right. Didn't make it out of the play-in and was essentially the 10th seed. They're not going to go into luxury tax for that team, are they? No. <laughs> you know, why would they? Because... <laughs> That's just is that's bad business all around, and you say what you want about the Reinsdorfs, they're not going to do that. No, they're no. Not. Um, I don't think there was, you know, I think Billy's presser was what you'd expect as well. Yeah, um, the same thing we've been listening to all year, really. Yeah, you know, and the one player one that kind of stood out to me was Kobe. Uh, in the fact that he's, he, you know, obviously he gave the usual that he loves it in Chicago, wants to come back, all that sort of stuff, which he's bound to. Obviously, he admitted he's going to test the uh, test the market, but ultimately said he sees himself as a starter. Right, and and that's the interesting part of it, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, it's something we'll get into. Uh, obviously, we've already kind of quickly covered it previous episodes but I guess when we we look forward to the well the deeper off season we'll we'll look into it a bit more but yeah uh, I don't know if you've got anything else on the exit presses no I mean you could start to pick apart pick apart all the details of it a little bit more but then you're kind of getting more into into players and and um and the options that are there in regards to signings in the off season uh, and uh I think we'll be doing that when we go through each player, won't we? Yeah, possibly. Uh, I was meant to mention at the start, obviously, the latest bit of news was the the coin flip mm-hmm. yesterday, yesterday for our, uh, well, for the tie break, wasn't it, over AKC, AKC? Okay, see. which, considering they beat us twice, is a little bit... Um, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, it essentially made us... The eleventh uh, seed, sort of, or eleventh picked in it, as yeah. it is. Um, eight point five percent. What is wrong with me tonight? Eight point five percent chance of getting that top four pick, and a one point eight percent chance to be the top seed or top pick. Obviously, falls outside of them, and it goes to Magic. Yeah, and the lottery takes place on the sixteenth of May. So not long to find out. And I think whatever happens on that day is going to have a major impact on how Bulls do business in the off-season. Um, you know, because if we get that pick, then, you know, whether it's top four, top, you know, one, whichever, you know, there's some, some talent that's going to go in that top four. From Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't particularly watch college 
basketball or anything like that, and I don't know a lot of the names that get mentioned, but obviously people more in the know than, than me have said that the top four, there's some good... Obviously, we know about Wemby and Scoot. Yeah. It's the ones, the ones after that I'm not 100% sure on. You know, but the potentially franchise-changing players... Uh, especially Wemby, the the way that he's been sold anyway. You know, so if you can get it, it changes everything. And if we don't get it, then, as we've just mentioned, we're pretty much fucked. <laughs> because we've got no room for movement with, in terms of salary cap, draft pick, you know, we can't send out any more draft picks as it is in, in trades and stuff like that. Obviously, we're not getting the Portland one the way things stand. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's. I mean, obviously there is options with that Portland one in terms of trying to sort out some sort of, you know, lifting the um, the limitations on it and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, Portland are in just as much of a mess as us. So how easy is that going to be? Yeah, it's 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 not. It's it's all a bit of a clusterfuck, really. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it certainly means that the off season is going to be. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think the only way that uh, Acme are going to actually win back the people right now is, is if they manage to pull out some sort of a miracle um, and, and come up with some sort of a plan that most people can't see right now. Yeah, and I mean, they, they got the praise for it, what, two years ago now, didn't they? When yeah. we brought it, first brought in Damar, Lonzo, Caruso, all that. And yeah, it worked initially. Yeah, it hasn't worked a lot since. Um, you know, and he pulled off some, obviously, some big trades and stuff like that. And when everyone thought we didn't have a lot of room for movement, then so mm. he's shown he can do it. And I think ultimately, what it means is, as we've said before, some of the fans' favourites are going to end up leaving. Well, I mean, if, if they are going to make changes, yeah, it, it's inevitably got to happen because um, it's the only way that change can can be made, really, or any significant change, anyway. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I, I'd say that if that is what they're looking at, then we are going to have to say goodbye to some of the, some of the players that we like seeing play. But I mean, if if they're not going to move any of the big names. And they're only going to move role players and uh, and make changes that way. Well, then I don't think it's going to move the needle enough anyway. No, no. and that's that's the problem. Yeah, I mean the one plus going in or looking ahead to next season. If it is a complete disaster again, at least we own our own draft pick next year. <laughs> unless <laughs> unless that gets traded in the off season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's kind of. Where we're at with all that, we don't, we don't want to go too deep just yet, obviously, because well, we need content moving forward. Mm. Um, so obviously, Saturday night, um, we'd kind of come round a little bit uh, out of our little mood slump, whatever you want to call it. And something we've been working on for a few weeks is we've got to go on Chicago Bull Central with Hayes. Yep. Uh, don't know if anybody's seen it yet. If not, um, the links and that are on, on our socials and on Chicago Bulls Central. 
Um, you know, obviously, just want to thank Hayes for having us on. Yeah. Um, and obviously the support he's shown. He was one of the first sort of creators that offered any sort of advice as well before we started all of this. Um, so yeah, obviously we appreciate that. And for any of our listeners that don't listen to him, then go check him out because he's puts out a hell of a lot of content. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a, a bit of a strange one for us because obviously it was our first video podcast. Um, you know, so for all you lucky people, you got to see our beautiful faces. <laughs> well, unlucky people, as I would have said, but you know. <laughs> but yeah, it kind of, you know, like at the minute, I'm sat in my truck just talking, and that's it. Nobody can see me. Nobody can hear me apart from you. Yeah. But on that one, I was conscious of that people will be seeing me and how do I act when you're talking or Hayes is talking and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. And so, you yeah. kind of forget yourself because you start looking at the person that's speaking on the video yeah. and you forget that you're sitting there and, and you can still be seen the whole time as well. So, yeah, it was it was certainly a, an interesting um, experience and experiment for us anyway. Yeah, and uh, obviously we have had a few people ask, are we going to do video? And it's something we've thought about yeah but it's just not really practical um due to the fact that you record in your car and i record in my truck mm. um but we're not ruling it out completely so you know that's the answer to that one yeah watch this um, who knows what might happen yeah and for anyone who hasn't listened to that episode with his you know obviously we kind of covered a lot of what we've just covered now um, how we felt after the Heat game, players we expect to see come back and think we could leave and stuff like that. So, let's say go check it out. Uh, it's on YouTube and on his uh, podcast feeds as well. So, Chicago Bulls Central, check it out. And with that, before we get into the last part, I'll send it to you for the ad read. Absolutely. So, uh, as we've mentioned before, we've uh, got a good friendship going now with uh, Victory Sports UK. So, Sea Rage UK and Victory Sports UK are now a thing. Victory Sports UK is a UK-based sports apparel and equipment store where you can get your NBA and other sporting goods. Get kitted out in your favourite team gear and rep your squad. And all Sea Rage UK group members and followers can avail of a special discount code for 15% off of their entire range, including products that are already on sale. Just make sure you're liking and following Sea Red UK on Twitter or become part of the Sea Red UK group on Facebook and Insta to receive your exclusive discount code on request. Visit victorysportsuk.co.uk to seal your victory with Victory Sports UK. Absolutely. Uh, right, on to the next part. And it kind of starts our um, off-season content in a way. Uh, before... For the last, well, in the last off season, we we ran predictions, you know, like pre season predictions, mm-hmm. basically where we thought Bulls would finish, what sort of record they'd have, if they made the playoffs, how they'd do in the playoffs, and then certain player awards, MVP, most improved, and unsung hero. Uh, if you follow the socials, you'll see that we have actually put out the winner of them awards, but we'll talk about them now. 
Uh, we'll go over our predictions, what we first thought, and obviously how they've turned out. And we've got some predictions from other people on the socials and from our episode with the CHGO boys when we asked them the, the question. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I'm just trying to find where I've got mine wrote down. There we are. Because we'll start with ours. Um, right, final position. I had Bulls to finish sixth with a record of 48-34. And that would have got us into the playoffs, obviously, which I've had down to be a first-round exit. Bulls MVP, I had down to be Zach. Uh, Bulls most improved, I had down to be Kobe. And the unsung hero, I had to be Andre Drummond. Mm-hmm. Uh before we go into what we actually voted for and then play one, so I'll, I'll let you read your predictions out because they're quite funny. Yeah, thanks for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was I was obviously drinking the Kool Aid a little bit more than you were, um, and bearing in mind that I was quite high on Zoe being the answer and coming back at the time, which obviously he didn't. So I took a final position of fifth, uh, a very 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 optimistic <laughs> record of fifty-one and thirty-one. <laughs> Um, with a second round uh, playoff uh, knockout in seven games. Uh, MVP was DeMar. Most improved was Patrick Williams. And the unsung hero was Vooch. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we, we officially finished ninth, even though we finished tenth mm-hmm. due to the yeah. playing. Yeah. We had a record of 40 and 42. Yeah, didn't make the playoffs, mm. um, and I won't go over the the winners of the awards just yet. But the votes that I put in, in particular for the players, uh, Zach did get my MVP vote as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was close between him and Vooch because uh, I think Vooch, as much as he frustrates me, had a good, had a you know, consistent. However, you want to look at it, season. Yeah, he did. Um. So yeah, he, he Zach just edged it. I think maybe a bit more recency, sort of bias with that one. But uh, I do think that Zach overall was our best player anyway. Yeah. Uh, Bulls most improved. I had to obviously stick to Kobe. So I'm glad that I called that one earlier on in the season or before the season started. Don't know what it was with him, why I thought he was going to get it, but obviously he did. And Unsung Hero, I actually voted for Drummond on this one. Um, Just because, obviously, the nature of the award is the, the player who does what he's supposed to do, but doesn't necessarily draw the plaudits for doing it. And I think that's what Drummond did it, over the course of the season, obviously, apart from when Billy decided to sit him. Um, yeah, so that's how I voted on the player awards. I, I don't know how you, what you did in the end. Um, yeah, I was, I voted most valuable player was Zach. Uh, most improved was Kobe and unsung hero. I think I put Kobe as well. Yeah. Yeah, so 
that's how we predicted and how we voted in the end. Now, I haven't got everybody's votes um, because obviously there was quite a lot and a lot of them was anonymous anyway. Uh, but just quickly call a few people out on the predictions, what they gave us, uh, see how they actually fared up in the end. Uh, our guy, Gary, uh, he put going controversial perhaps and he's pretty similar to yours actually. Final position fifth, record 51-31, playoffs, second round exit, MVP Caruso, most improved Ayo, unsung hero P. Will. Mm. Uh, Wayne, our fantasy league winner. <laughs> Get out. I was going to say, was that hard to actually <laughs> verbalise yeah. for you, was it? <laughs> yeah, I needed to get that out. It's, yeah, It's done, we move on. <laughs> well done, Wayne. He's got his trophy now, so he can <laughs> drink out of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not telling you what I did to it before I sent you it, so... <laughs> but yeah, uh, his predictions, he had us for fifth, uh, with a record of 50 and 32, Playoffs, first round exit, MVP Demar, most improved P. Will, unsung hero Javante. Uh, Darnell, another one of our fantasy league chap guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can tell how serious Darnell is as a person from this. Final <laughs> position first, uh, record 82 and 0. Playoffs, <laughs> winners, MVP Demar, most improved IO, unsung hero Benny. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, Matthew O'Brien, one of our group members, final position fourth, record 50 and 32, playoffs second round, MVP Zach, most improved Vooch, unsung hero Kobe. Um, and I've got, uh, I'm gonna have to, I've got him down on Facebook and Twitter actually. Uh, Con- Connell Cheatham, uh, LFC Connell, final position third. Uh, just gone off. Record fifty-eight twenty-four. Um, playoffs, conference finals. MVP Zach, most improved. Ayo, unsung hero. Drummond, uh, one of our previous guests, Monty, your good friend. Yeah, you might be able to rip him a little bit. I don't know. Um, Let's go. <laughs> final position seventh. Record forty-six thirty-six. Playoffs, first round. MVP uh, Crusoe, most improved P. Will, unsung hero Kobe. Yeah, so, well, he did better than me, so I can't <laughs> say anything to him, can I? <laughs> <laughs> well done, Monty. <laughs> and now on to some of our Twitter, who uh, reacted on Twitter. So apologies if I haven't got your apps right, but we've got Jason at 37 cycles. Uh, final position, fifth. Record 48-34, playoffs, ECF exit, MVP Zach, most improved Ayo, unsung hero Vooch. Uh, our guy Troy from Australia. Final position fourth, uh, record 52-30, second round exit in the playoffs, MVP Zach, most improved P. Will, unsung hero Vooch slash Drummond. Seared uh, Boer. I think that's how you say it. I think he's from Germany. Uh, final position, seventh, record 43-39. Playoffs first round, MVP Zach, most improved Ayo, unsung hero Vooch. Uh, T. 
TJ Bollinger. I think that's how you say it. Final position, fifth. Record, 49-33. Playoffs, game seven, second round. MVP, Zach. Most improved, Pat Anayo. Unsung hero, DJJ. And Jeff, 1904-8839. He's put second, only heat in front of us. That's a little bit controversial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 65 wins if everyone is healthy. Uh, three rounds of the playoffs. Uh, Zach for MVP if he's got a healthy knee and a good season, but possibly Damar. Uh, most improved, Kobe and unsung hero, Caruso. So that's it for them. And obviously we'll get into the the CHGO boys' predictions, see how they fared. Um, yeah. I think before we do get into them, you can kind of tell where people's minds was at before the season. Yeah. Um, Everybody was a little bit more positive then than they are now, let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. In terms of players, I think most people ended up predicting it right. Uh, or the MVP one, anyway. Um, obviously, Vooch was getting a lot of unsung heroes. Uh, Kobe got a couple of unsung heroes and most improved but I think people's particular opinion on the most improved was going to be P-Will and Ayo mm-hmm. um, yeah <laughs> I'm not saying anything on that uh, so yeah into the CHGO boys predictions and I'll go first because I've got it wrote down and then I'll hand it to you uh, obviously we got these predictions when we had them on um, last off season, so we got them from straight from the horse's mouth. And Will Gottlieb, he had them down to finish ninth, which obviously they did in the end. Yep. Uh, with a record, or well, he said between forty two and forty four, and then he eventually went with forty three. So yeah, <laughs> bang in the middle. <laughs> um. If we made the playoffs, he had us down to be a first-round exit. His MVP was Damar. His most improved, despite Big Dave trying to get him to go Ayo, he went P-Will. And his unsung hero was Caruso. And I'll hand it to you, because you've got the other two. Yeah, uh, so Matt Peck, uh, he went uh, for between the 7 and 10 seed covering his bases there um <laughs> 46 and 36 as the record mvp zach most improved p will and unsung hero vooch and then big dave he went for the sixth seed never the option a record of 48 and 34 um he went for the mvp as demar most improved as Io and the unsung hero Vooch. Yeah. So again, I think you can see everyone kind of had P will for improvements. Yeah. Which um, he did. But not well, quite yeah, to the extent we hoped for. He improved on the fact that he actually played last season. We played all eighty two games. <laughs> all eighty four if you want to be Oh, yeah, which is more than the 17 or whatever he played the year before. So that's an improvement if you want to look at it that way. Yeah, yeah, you see, but technically he didn't really have a second season. This was his second season, really. So 
players take a third season jump, so I'm expecting this third season jump to be next year. Yeah, um... even though on paper it's his fourth season. <laughs> so yeah, we'll uh, go over the uh, player awards. Um, I'm just looking through the pictures I've got. I can't work them all out, but yeah, there's. Um, uh, right, start with the unsung hero. Like I said, the award for the player who's done a lot that kind of goes under the radar. Ra- God, what is wrong with me? Radar. Where do you want me to start? <laughs> or played above expectations. And the eventual winner was Kobe White with 56% of the vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, pushed Drummond into second. Uh, no, Pat Bev into second and Drummond into third. Uh, that was the result of the unsung hero. Uh, like I say, my vote was Drummond, but I don't mind Kobe taking it. No. Uh, the second one we had a vote on, but we didn't actually do predictions, was for the sixth man slash bench player of the year. Um, obviously, it's quite hard to call in the end because players were in and out of the starting lineup and yeah. stuff like that. But the eventual winner quite convincingly, was Kobe with 78%. Uh, Caruso was in second, and then Drummond and Ayo were tied for third, which I think somebody might have been taking the mick a little bit there. Hmm. Uh, A lot of people were obviously high on Kobe um, in the comments as well. Um, You know, like Aussie Stew, you had Kobe for... For a lot of them, uh, Nicky Rollins, you know, by far Kobe. I love this young man. He has he has developed so much. Uh, on to the next award. Uh, oh, going back to the predictions, actually, I've just found another one. Uh, Mike at Bulls Nation Oz just simply put ninth out in the playing unless there are some mid-season moves. So that was as far as his predictions went, but kind of got it right. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find where the other awards are now. Ah, there we go. Most improved, obviously, resoundingly went to Kobe again. Uh, 76% of the vote put P. Will into second, and Zach was actually third in most improved. Um, you know, and that's off the vote, so not what we're saying. Mm. Uh, obviously, I did. I had Kobe from the start, I voted Kobe, so. The fact that he's picked up three of the awards, I know that obviously they don't mean anything, but it's just uh, a take on how um, how fans saw it, I guess, over the course of the season. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, and that's what we're, we're trying to gauge from it and why we're talking about it now is it's not just our opinion. Uh, and the big one, Bulls MVP and... It went to Zach with 68% of the vote, put Vooch into second, and Kobe was third. So Kobe, uh, I think, if you spread them all out, was probably the actual player of the season, wasn't he? Um, In a lot of people's sort of opinions. But obviously Zach takes it. I was explained what I voted for Zach and why. Uh, There's a few comments of where's Demar in the top four. Um, why wasn't he a choice? And 
as I've as I always say when I put them out, it's Twitter only gives us four choices. Um and we take the top four from our Facebook group initially, but you can comment your choice. And he, he did get a few votes in the end, Damar. Yeah. Uh, personally, I don't think he was in the top three. Uh, no, uh, I mean, maybe four. But um, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put him, I probably wouldn't put him top three either. Certainly, I mean, certainly not in the back half of the season, anyway. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have a bad season. No, uh, and we did, <laughs> and we did say that we didn't want him to have a repeat of the season before his first season with Bulls. Um, <laughs> yeah, we didn't get it. No, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, which in the end we could have done with it, but anyway, um, obviously, I think the rule presenting the award tonight for the clutch player, NBA's clutch player and he is in the finals for that somehow. Which, I'll be honest with you, I don't get it. Like, no. We were one of the worst teams in the NBA in clutch performances throughout the season. And the king in the fourth wasn't the king in the fourth this year. Not at all. Now, I, okay, I get it off the back of last season, I would have given him clutch player of the year almost hands down. But this season, it just doesn't seem to fit the bill. And that's like I say, it's not a knock on Demar, but he just wasn't that type of player this season. No, so I don't see him getting it. No, uh, personally, I think De'Aaron Fox will get it. Yeah, I think so too. Just because he's not got any other awards and he's killing Warriors at the minute, any so. Yeah. As much as Draymond Green decides that that's not going to happen. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> that depends on whether you're lying on the floor, doesn't it? Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So that was where our predictions were, how we ended up voting, how some of our listeners and followers and stuff like that voted uh, or predicted and voted. Um, Yeah. And that's kind of the start of our off-season discussions, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um. For anybody who's listening and hasn't seen on the socials, we are running polls at the minute for to get your opinion on grades of well, started with the team, then on to Billy, and we just started on the players today. So if you haven't seen them yet, I mean some of them are finished now, but get on and give us your grades and that's where we're gonna go with the next episode, isn't it? Is start to unpick the team and yes. Give our grades and opinions and stuff on the team and Billy and then obviously the players. Yeah, really get into the nitty gritty of it all and 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 say what we thought of how it went and and what we think might happen. Yeah, I mean, if you've listened to pretty much every episode of this, you'll probably know how we feel already. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think certain things have changed in regards to certain players. Um. I know they have for me anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, if anybody could have seen the chat that we was having on Saturday, well, early hours Saturday morning, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we won't make it public, but yeah, uh, pretty much everybody was gone for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, get rid of them all, blow it up. But yeah, like I say, I had about an hour's sleep on it and had to get up to go on, um, on my head. So yeah. I've got nothing else. I don't know if you have. No, not a thing. 
It's a bit more of a light-hearted one before we go into the nitty-gritty, I think. Yeah. And, yeah, so, like I say, we aim to be back later on in the week where we start to unpick it properly. If you haven't got involved in, in our votes at the minute, then, you know, jump on and comment and we'll read some of them out, I'm sure. And until then, as usual, I've been Matt. You can find me on Twitter at MattCRedUK and you can find us on all the socials at CRedUK. And you'll find me on Twitter at NeilCRedUK. As always, we'd like to thank you for hanging in here with us, uh, listening and joining us for these chats. We do really enjoy having the chats. We hope you enjoy listening to them with us. Um, do leave those comments. We will get back to as many of them as we possibly can. Give us your opinions. And like Matt said, you, you never know. You might get your name read out and, uh, and we might discuss what you had to say. Uh, don't forget to subscribe and give us the important five-star review. And uh, the Facebook page will still keep going during the off-season, same way as the pod will. So do join in, check it out, and, uh, and let us know. Until next time, wherever you are in the world, see you, Red. Go Bulls. Percolator. It's time for the percolator.